to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 284 of... The Chris and Sam podcast. That's, well, My name's Chris. I'm Sam, and I don't know why I stopped because I do say the title. Uh, I don't know either, but anyway. We got there. We got there. Welcome along. Hello. Thank you for listening. If you are listening, I hope you're having uh, a wonderful day, whatever you're up to. And if you're not listening, you wouldn't know what we just said anyway, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> Hey, two, yeah, we're, we're, we're almost at 300. There's no point in trying to re-record it. We're allowed to uh, have a mistake. Yeah, take two. Uh, no, don't bother. Um, Can't waste all that uh, precious tape we're recording onto, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The good old days of tape. Hey, um, i got to start with this because uh, I, I, you, you sort of know what I'm talking about now. But um, wow, where have I written it? So Trump was uh, taken to an underground bunker in the White House for almost an hour when there were peaceful protests uh, right. down Pennsylvania Avenue in, in, in Washington, D.C., um, when the protesters got close. No confirmation if Melania or Barron were also taken no, to the bunker. No, I saw that. I saw That's that. what I wrote down because yeah. I thought that was interesting, right? And, um, and, and since then, I do remember reading a quote from the president saying – um, I never felt scared. The the Secret Service is very professional. I, I've never felt any fear yeah, at uh, all. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so that was all yeah. good. But then apparently somebody started calling uh, the president Bunker Boy or Bunker Baby, even better, because I just think of that nappy <laughs> yeah. balloon Trump. Good, good, Bumper, good. Bunker Baby. And so what did that <laughs> spark? Well, first it sparked this, and I'm going to play something now. Which is an interview with uh, was it Kilmeade? I think it's Brian Kilmeade, who's the um, who's a Fox News host, and he's talking to the president. Let's see if I can. Re- like just after this. This is uh, probably a couple of days later or something. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. Could you tell me Sunday night? Sunday night was like for you and your family. Well, it was a false report. Uh, I wasn't down. I went down uh, during the day, and I was there for a tiny, little short period of time, and it was much more for an inspection. There was no problem during the day. The problem, I saw Leland got uh, whacked pretty good, but that was during the night. And this problem, these problems are during the night, not during the day. And I go down, I've gone down uh, two or three times, all for inspection. And you go there, someday you may need it. But you go there, and I went down, I looked at it. It was during the day. It was not a problem. And I read about it, like a big thing. There was never a problem. We never had a problem. No, nobody ever uh, came close to giving us a problem. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> that just cracks me up so much. Like, he didn't need to say anything. That's the thing. No, he, he could just does. He just has to say. But it's during the day. It was like. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool, okay, because uh, it's less scary during the day, and I wasn't scared because I'm a big boy. I mean, um, all he has to but s- then, oh, yeah, what, more. what then okay. happened from there, as you know, because you were actually the first person that told me about it, was then he had to prove that he wasn't a bunker baby, and so peaceful protesters between oh, him right. and the church, <laughs> yeah, and so t- he t- gets t- the t- boys out, um, flashbangs, bit of tear gas, they had the pepper um, guns. Cannon thing? No, no, you know, the um, airsoft pellet things, but filled with pepper. Oh, yeah, yeah, a like paintball. Of, yeah, paintball guns with pepper um, pellets. 
They had them and uh, beating up their Aussie reporter, and yeah, it's all, all, all good. Did you see, the, did you so see he, the reporter? There's a side by side shot. Have you seen that one? No. So he got the um, riot shield to the stomach. Yeah, I yeah. Saw that. Well, they've done a side by side. I've got it on my phone somewhere, so you can see what he's filming and the cop hit him at the same time. Oh wow! Oh, because yeah. he was filming at the time. Because it wasn't very clear on the shot I saw yeah. from the side. I thought he was just holding the camera. I didn't realize. So filming. we might as well stick with this topic for a few more minutes. Uh, <laughs> just, just in general, just a whole lot of craziness in America. I don't know if anything's going to really change. To be honest, a whole lot of celebrities seem to be. Uh, I'm not going to say happy, but they seem to have a purpose now because with COVID they sort of weren't really doing anything. Uh, now they're all. Uh, activated Activated and saying what you should be doing Which is good And they're spreading the word and that sort of thing um, From outsider, from here in New Zealand I feel very lucky that we're here um, And I'm like, it's I don't know, Like I don't think uh, We're seeing everything that's happening across America All at once in a big thing Yeah, yeah. So I don't and, know, and, it's, and, hard, it's, hard, it's hard to Judge everything, I guess. And I you know. know you get the worst images, right? So there'll be loads and loads of peaceful protests that nobody's going to hear yeah, on true. any news, That's whatever. True. Right? I mean, that <clears throat> one was specifically different because it was just to move the crowd so President Trump could go across the road with... Which is just nuts. To get it a makes photo. no sense at all. To talk about the but military. just to prove that he's not a bunker bait. That's it. That's that was the only reason. So anyway, now um, um, I will I will continue with something else I'd written down here because I, I uh, it ties in quite well. Check out um, Behind the Bastards. It's another podcast, Behind the Bastards Pod, um, and their latest one is on. Um, let me. I've got the details here. Give me a second. Kilology Research yeah, Group. The Kilology Research Group. Um, I love how it's research group. Yeah, I mean, he named it that. I know, I know. And he, uh, he, his quote in one of the in the training is, "We fight violence with superior violence." Excellent. Dot dot dot. Cool. Righteous violence. This is a guy that trains cops, and they, um, and he trains cops to react. You know, reaction's not good enough. You've got to act the moment before someone else acts. You've got to act before they act or you're not coming home that night. So this is a bit crazy on a whole number of aspects. Now, from your point of view, you've done uh, a lot of karate and self-defense and stuff. Yeah. and You must be like, oh, what? Well, because they did say uh, Hassan Minaj, Minaj, he does those um, reports. reports. Uh, The Netflix dude. Yeah, yeah. And I, I quite like those. And he was talking about... Um, the average police officer training gets eight hours, I think it was eight hours, of training on de-escalation okay. and 129 hours on training for violence and, wow. and weapons. But I don't, from a karate background, I'm like, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But no, you, I'm, I'm you not. would, the idea is you know that so well that you are in control of yeah. the situation. The way these guys are being trained, the uh, what do they call it, bulletproof or warrior method of police training is they f- scare them. Yeah. That's not what a martial arts do. You don't go in there scared because you it, it it's not in control. The idea is to train so that you know what you can do. Yeah. So you don't have to. So it's a whole bunch of craziness. I don't know how many um like out of every bad cop there's got to be 100 good cops, but we never hear about those guys. Uh, another mind-blowing fact I know I've spoken to you about Chris is just there's 18,000 different Law enforcement agencies in America. We heard this on another podcast. Here in New Zealand, we've got the police. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, the 
uh, intelligence G- agency, G- G- GCSB or whatever they're called. G- yeah. GS, whatever. And that's about it. And uh, I don't know. I, I think that's a problem because they know... They all get their own budgets, and then they all get their own SWAT vehicles. They have and their own training. It's all privatised. Oh. It's, it, it is crazy. And, and, and people get kicked out of one police force because they have done something wrong, yeah. like killing a black yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And they go across county lines, and they sign up to be a cop somewhere else. Yeah. And the unions in these, in these American police forces say they're not allowed to keep their records. And there, a lot of the, some of them have records. They are expunged every sixty days, so you don't know yeah. what he's done in the past. It's just insane. Okay, we'll leave that for now. Um, let us know if you've got any thoughts on that. But actually, stick around because I'm sure we've got some more happier, friendlier. I got, I got news. something a little bit uh, happier. Um, if uh, particularly if you're into the um, the bird thing. Oh, the bird thing. So I've got an update on the pigeon. You know the pigeon that was uh, incarcerated last uh, week. We were I talking u- about. Yeah, the, I used it one. as the image for the uh, podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, the pigeon may be released and cleared of all charges. Oh, did they after, interrogate it after a Pakistani admitting to owning the pigeon as he breeds them? He had released all his pigeons for an event. This one had crossed the border without realizing it was a border. What sort of pigeon? Come on, pigeon. That trainer should know straight away that it needs its little passport and it has to go through pigeon border control. And you should know that you, you'll love this. The code on the pigeon leg is the owner's cell phone number in case the bird is found. Exactly. <laughs> didn't we say? <laughs> didn't we say it was a registration number or something? You know what would have thrown them, eh? They wouldn't have known the like the phone number would have been foreign to them because it's from another country. They would have been like four, four. Oh yeah, but they're so living so close that yeah, no, they wouldn't know what that was. Right? No, they. The, but they're on there. It does. Uh, I I will say that paranoia in the region is so is really high. Oh, I saved many, something many about this. Many people have acu- been accused of spying and all this, and it's just got worse. And now it's got to the point that they are accusing animals, and this pigeon's not the first animal. So, uh, oh, I can't. I don't think I'm going to be able to find this, but I've saved it somewhere in relation to that, and it's because is it China has given a whole bunch of weapons to one of them too, and they've moved it all against the border, like within the last week. And it's oh, really? all happening. No, I haven't heard that. Yeah, and apparently it's been kept pretty quiet. But uh, yeah, so something like that's happened, and that's what's freaking them out even more, because they're all gearing up. Well, because, you know, it's it's America's burning. You can do whatever you like now. It's 2020. We need more uh, problems. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this, this, this year was just getting boring, so I think we should spice it up a bit. No, what is Holy next? Crap. What is next, guys? Holy crap. What was that thing you said the other day? I, 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 I long for the days of the Kermit yeah. meme. I long for the days where a couple of celebrities would die and maybe there's a bad hurricane and we'd think that was a bad year. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the Elon Musk babies had a slight name change. Oh, it's, no, you told me what the name was and I can't remember it. Nobody it was, can. It's a waste of time. <laughs> uh, this whole story is probably not that great. Uh, they got rid of the uh, symbol at the end. Hang on. Uh, so it was uh, XAEA-12, and now they've done the 12 in uh, Roman numerals. Cool. <laughs> That's the change. And she's, so, she's so called So now it, G. Yeah. So it's like his President G. Well, no. XII. He, he, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she said, she, oh, Grime said it looks better than uh, with the Roman numerals, so they decided to change it. 
and she calls it. I That's think, not the change. When you said we're changing the name, I didn't think they were going to go from Arabic numerals to Roman numerals. I didn't think that was the change. No, that's Holy it. It's good, shit. isn't it? It's newsworthy. We bring you the best news. And I think she's, I think she's calling the baby like Baby X or something. Um, is is its uh, nickname? Little G, I, I would call it. Um, uh, I, I'm going to tell you about this Cape. I, I'm going to say it's Cape Town. I didn't save the story, and I'm pretty sure it, cool, it was. Cool. South I'll try Africa. and find it later. It's a scam. It's a banknote scam. And it happened a couple of weeks ago, but I'd only just heard about it. I just it tickled me, so I thought I'd share. I <laughs> so, can tell it's tickling you because you keep giggling away. So with, these guys are coming, I, and I want to. I I've, I've imagined this far too much, so oh, okay. I don't know how much is actual real or how much I've just imagined. But I imagine them coming up in full hazmat gear to the house, and they're just going door to door, and they're going with, with the government. You know, with an ID rant hanging around. Yeah, the of neck. course. And like, we have to take away all your banknotes because they're carrying COVID. And people handing over all their rant. And then they're, they're signing a docket for it and walking off. And they're just going around. Any more any more banknotes in your household? We need all of them. It's a it's a health emergency. <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta give it to the them balls. for the balls. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Like when you go in, you just gotta go full retard, fully commit. Yeah. And as long as you're wearing something that looks official, most people don't question it. I oh, know, I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> uh, this this uh this uh, pie on Facebook was too sexy for Facebook, and they uh, banned it. Uh, so, and this is in New Zealand, actually. And uh, any second now, <laughs> uh, a Wellington pie sent Facebook sensors into overdrive because it was being uh, said it was too sexy. So, this guy started a company called Crafty Pies at the start of the year, and he was initially going to supply cafes across the city, but obviously COVID caused problems. And but he was using Facebook to advertise. And he was selling hundreds of pies a week, going really well for him. And then he um, posted an image of the Cypriot Shepherd's Pie. And um, he said most of his customers are on Facebook. And then uh, they said that it could not be used to sell adult items. And they closed his account. It's a pie. Was it in the shape of something? No, it's a pie. There is there. It's just a piece of pie. Anyway. (laughs) That's the photo. Yeah, yeah. So Why then, is it a pie? Yeah, and then so then he says, uh, "I don't think it's too objectionably arousing for the general public, although it is a cute pie." Uh, and then they said, "Oh no, actually, we'll look into it." Oh no, we're not allowed to sell. Uh, you're not allowed. Facebook does not allow the sale of adult health items such as weight loss supplements. And he goes, while he does try to make his pie as healthy as possible, pie shouldn't be considered. <laughs> yeah, they won't help people lose weight. <laughs> Quite uh, the opposite so he's fact. still waiting to hear back from Facebook. His sales are halved, and he's sitting there with his uh, sexy pie picture. Poor dude. Oh, Good man. old Facebook. That's, because uh, heaps of the Facebook uh, employees have walked off the job, eh? Because they don't like how old Robot Zuckerberg's dealing with everything. Because Microsoft, this I haven't got this written down, but I heard <coughs> the other day, Microsoft's got rid of all their human editors and everything on the Microsoft News and all that is now uh, AI edited. Oh, really? AI chosen, curated oh. and edited. Yeah. Because who was the one that, was it Facebook or Twitter or both of them, they had to bring in more people to come back in to... Do it because the AI wasn't working? I don't know. No. Be interesting that, to see. That happened uh, this week, yeah. Very good. <clears throat> uh, 
Yeah, I see you put this link in here already, uh, so I'll bring it up, though. Hold uh, that uh, wonderful woman, Carol Baskin. <laughs> no, she's good. She's actually... Uh, the judge has given her control of all of Joe Exotic's stuff. The park, vehicles, all sorts of stuff. But it says uh, they've got... There's 120 days to move all the animals out. Yeah, so it can't be a zoo anymore? Is that what they're saying? I don't know. I just read it and I was like, I don't really know. Well, the the thing that I read, it didn't really make it clear. They've just sort of given her the ownership of the land. So I think she can sell the land and she's probably going to rescue, quote unquote, rescue the animals. I'm assuming Uh, she would. Yeah. um, Yeah. But you just imagine Joe Exotic in prison and they tell him. Oh, He's yeah. going to lose the plot. Like, he's going to have a heart attack. Oh, His heart I, just you wouldn't want to, you, you'd be a prison officer with your body cam on for that, wouldn't you? You'd be, like, selling that 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 footage to Netflix. Good God. You'd hope so. That'd be good. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, on our ongoing uh, segment of the dark web. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by, uh, I don't know. Chris Handling Communications. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, What's happening in the dark web, Chris? <laughs> Daniel's hosting was breached. Okay, so, poor old Daniel. What's Daniel? Oh, what so is it's this? DH, Daniel's hosting. And it's um, one of those, it, it does onion servers. Okay. And so it sells hosting in the dark web for dodgy, dodgy, dodgy people. I never really thought about that, actually. No, I, know, I, know. I never I. really thought that there must be hosting providers providing secure hosting for these people that are off the normal web. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's called DH or Daniel's Hosting. Yeah. Um, and his name's Daniel Winzen. Um, the hacker breached his, his portal, stole his database and wiped all the servers. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, did, did he Does he know... Did it mention how many things were on his servers? Um, oh, hang on. Yeah. On March 26, two weeks after the breach, DH shut down its service for good, urging users to move their service sites to new dark web hosting providers. Around 7,600 sites. Whoa. A third of all dark web portals went down following DH's shutdown. What? Hang on. So a third. Whoa. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming there's not that many hosts. I, yeah, I know. And, I, I, again, I didn't know no. any of this either. Okay. So today, a hacker group or hacker going by the name of King Null uh, uploaded a copy of DH's stolen uh, database on a file hosting portal and notified ZNet. Um, which I'm getting the story from. Um, well, there we go. Yeah, the leaked data includes 3,671 email addresses, 7,205 account passwords, and 8,580 private keys for .onion dark web domains. I want those freaking uh, email addresses so I can start spamming the crap out of them. It would be such a turn of the tables to have us, us spamming them. Frickin' dark web guys. For this is only because you've got a million emails. Frickin' you have been recorded. Yeah, I know. We talked about this last time. Uh, Still coming in every day. Four okay. or five of them. Okay. We, we, we need to talk because I've got a, I think there's a solution for that maybe. Yeah, change my email address. No, no. I've, no, no we'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's the news from the dark web. Uh, I see that you put here, uh, you know, avatar people have been flown in. Oh, man. This, this annoyed the hell out of me but hang on before we get into yeah okay, carry on because as well as basically you're going to say that avatar people got flown back into the country there's 56 of them yeah to work on the avatar film 
They basically said, and they're, and they're also working on another unreleased secret project as well, whatever the hell that means. I didn't know that. But yeah. I, this is why I don't like stuff, right? Because I was like, it's the, the headline that, that really annoyed yeah. me. And now they've changed, changed the it. headline. Yeah. God, they do that. They do that a lot, actually, and we only notice it uh, because we're saving something uh, days ago. And then yeah. we go back to it. So basically, it was like um, taxpayer picking up the tab for you know Hollywood um, Avatar crew. Yeah. So they've flown these guys in. I've got no problem with flying in, right? They're quarantining them. Yes. It says you know taxpayers paying up picking up the tab. I was like, oh, that's a bit rough. So they're being held at the well. It used to be called the Museum Hotel. I think it's okay. QT or whatever, whatever. It is now in Wellington, which I know I've, I've stayed there myself. And when you read it, it's like, oh, no, they're paying to be there. They're paying for the hotel. They're paying all their food and accommodation. What the taxpayers are picking up are the security and the public health people. Oh. But that's what we'd be paying for anyway. Like. Yeah, true. I see what you mean. Yeah. But the uh, the big thing here, uh, because I put another link in there, which you would have seen underneath. It's basically, they said, if they can't come back here to carry on, they'll just cancel everything and they won't do it. And the reason they like coming here is they get massive tax credits. Yeah. $41 million so far just for Avatar. Mm. Um, that's more than the government spent making any movie for any New Zealander at all. Like, they don't... Yeah, see, I still don't have a problem with that, right? Because it's a tax break. They're still spending a lot more money... Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the thing is you never see a breakdown of actually what they spend here. Yeah, and it's hard to break it down because there's ancillary, right? So you've got a, a Hollywood guy here who's going out drinking. Yeah, yeah, and all I know. That. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. That it's, all, it's a flow-on effect. Yeah. So, so as well as so – And particularly now, we're the only country that anybody wants to come to. We should be in, embracing them. That's right. And we've got Benedict Cumberbum or whatever his name is here. He's been <laughs> Is he? I don't know. He's been down here for the whole lockdown. Oh, is he? In Hawke's Bay, yeah. I yeah. don't know that. Because so, he was filming something here that's going ahead. The other thing that they've flown into the country, you've got the movie people coming in. You've got uh, a technician for uh, wastewater or wind farm or something like that and a mushroom technician. And I really what? want- a mushroom We're technician. flying in a mushroom technician. He was allowed in the country. So the big thing is they brought in all these people. Is that for research on vaccines? No, he's a mushroom farm technician. Oh, okay. I don't know what he does, but I really want a like Mission Impossible version movie of this mushroom farmer dude. <laughs> and like, we need to interview him. We need to find him and interview him. Maybe, but because uh, there's, there's a guy. Uh, he's I don't know where the guy is. The Kiwi wants to come back into the country and his wife's about to give birth and they said, no, you can't come back in because you're wherever you are. And he says, I'll go through all the procedures. I'll go through everything. I just need to be there for... No. But we brought in the film people and this mushroom technician dude. But I just... Is there a guy... Like, how high up is this mushroom dude? Like, is he traveling the world? Like, does he go, shit, got to go to Brazil next week? Mushroom mushroom hotspots. I, not too much, I don't know. Me. I just thought it was great. It does, I, it's like, just yeah, that's awesome. I, I don't know. It's all the stuff you just never really think about. Okay, so we've got to give congratulations to SpaceX. They went up. They docked with the um, the space station. 
Yes, they had to cancel that launch. Yeah, they cancelled then... the first one, and then the second one it looked bad again because there were thunderstorms and all yeah. the rest of it, and then it just cleared up for the magic few minutes. And they their suits like, were pretty cool, eh? I haven't seen anything. Oh, when the, the suits before. they were wearing when they got out of their Tesla um, NASA suits, <laughs> they've got they look like they're a movie prop, and they got the visor thing, helmet, special helmet, and yeah, it looks like they've just taken it from one. Interstellar or something. Oh, wow. Uh, They were pretty happy. They went up there. And the interesting thing was, did you see when they docked into the station? No. I haven't seen anything. Oh, so they've got the the astronauts already on the International Space Station. And apparently on the live video, you've got the the, uh, station commander. I think he's American at the moment. And he's there. And they've got live cameras and streaming in that. And you can see him just grabbing all the junk they got floating around. He's trying to tidy it up. And he's opening up the floor thing. He's jamming it under the floor and closes it. And then when they dock, the two guys come out because they're Americans. They're in like khaki pants and polo shirts. And people are like, hang on, what? No, no, they docked, got changed. And then when they come out, they're all looking great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because apparently the commander had said to them, because every Saturday in the uh, space station is tidy up day. It's clean oh, day. right. And they have to totally clean the thing from top to yeah. bottom. Because if anything's floating around. You've missed cleaning, because they got up there on Sunday. You've missed cleaning day, but don't worry. You'll be here next week. (laughs) Oh, very good. (laughs) But um, one thing that I wrote down, because it intrigued me and I hadn't heard it before, and I thought it was interesting. NASA, when they were looking at creating something, like what they did with um, the The space shuttle back in the day, they were expecting that it would cost them $20 billion. Oh, right. To do a new one. To do the new whatever. And so what they did was they put the contract out. Yeah. And do you know what they're paying SpaceX? I don't know. I'm guessing less. $2.5 billion. Hey, that's a pretty good deal then. Yeah, yeah. But do you reckon, really is. Do you re- is, is, that a, is that SpaceX saying, hey, we'll do it this cheap, that's not the real cost, and then... No, because they, they would have spent way more than that. But yeah, they've yeah. got that $2.5 billion back, but they've also got all this other stuff they can now yeah, yeah. get money Because from. that's the first uh, launch in 20 years from US soil. Yeah, Because yeah. they were flying out of Kazakhstan. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's a good deal for NASA, right? Well... They, they spent two point... Yeah, a tenth of what they normally yeah, yeah. spend, basically. Not only that, but, like, because Boeing's... I think Boeing's launching next month. Their first one failed. Yeah, because they, they ended up... They were both, like, two years behind, and Boeing ended up a whole extra year behind, I Something think. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, their thing blew up or something. we talked about that, eh? I talked about it on the podcast. I mentioned it. I, it I believe you. <laughs> but, the, uh, you know, their booster rockets come down uh, and landed perfectly on their barges. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. And, uh, oh, yeah, Auckland's running out of water. I didn't. I meant to read that before um, this thing, so we're not going to go there because I haven't read it. Oh, basically, they're running out of water, and the latest version of that, the Hamilton Press or whatever, just turned up this morning. It's upstairs, and they basically said, "Look, can we have some more water from Hamilton?" And the councillors have done a closed door meeting with no public, and they're going to come up with an answer at the end of June if they're going to give more water. Um, well, no, they need to build a desalination plant. Yes, I know. I uh, don't really know what they're up to, really. Yeah, they they they're screwed. They they really have. They've they've screwed the pooch on that one. And I, I and we can't. Afford but to remember, keep them out. remember when they gave? Was it? It wasn't Auckland, was it? it? Was down south, wasn't it? When that oh, that was sewage treatment plant, and they gave that contract to that ba- cake decorating woman for like six million dollars. And no, it was some. Yeah, we talked about it ages ago. And it was like the dude was like related to her, and he goes, "Yeah, we'll just give you the deal." And they got found out because, you know, she didn't know what she was doing. 
Decorator. Yeah, well, something random like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, um, what I did have here, though, and I don't know if you've heard about it. So, unexpected COVID boom. Do you know? Get, have a guess. Don't read it. Have a guess. I've already read it, so sorry. Oh, bugger. But, interestingly enough, this, where did you hear it? Uh, I heard was it, it on one of, one of my news sites. I think oh. it was um, The Economist. Oh, because they were talking about this in New Zealand about four weeks ago. Oh, right. Because all the New Zealand suppliers of bikes... Can't keep up. Oh, it was on the news. I was watching it. My mum actually. And- let's catch everybody else. No, up they've caught up. It's about. bikes, <laughs> bicycles. Yeah. yeah. No, they um they had a uh, news story on the news two weeks ago when I was at my parents' place and we watched it and they had um it was a place in Auckland and this guy goes we can't keep up with demand of selling bikes but not only that is servicing bikes and there was this shot. And there was these two young guys who were like high school kids and they're like, oh, normally we have bikes from here to here. Like it was only like 10 bikes deep. And they walked out and this camera did this pan shot and there must have been like a thousand bikes all just like stacked up with little tags on. And he goes, yeah, we've got a bit of a backlog to work through. And it was just... <laughs> two teenagers. Yeah. It looked, it looked like absolute chaos. And I was like, good on them. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. But I reckon... I, I It makes no, absolutely no sense to me at all. But was, then I'm not a bike person. No, you're not. But it was that getting out there and activity. And I think there's going to be... I'm waiting for the... There's going to be a huge surplus of fridge freezers, bread makers, and bikes. Yeah. I'm waiting for all that to come up on trade me. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because um, the Economist, it was that I, I was listening to podcast that that was talking about this, and the, they were talking about because it had quadrupled demand in in a lot of the Western world. Yeah, um, and low and lines and lines. So they were talking about lines at bike shops, and I'm like, yeah, what? apparently I about this, and and bike shops running out, uh, particularly the cheaper models. So people yeah, are just yeah. buying cheap ones. Yeah, and um, but they're saying that. They think a lot of governments or local governments or local, you know, whatever, is going to try and and create more cycle spaces because now they've got these cycles. They have to. If they want to reduce congestion on the road, riding cycles is dangerous. Oh, totally. Doing it with cars. Yeah. You know, and totally agree. Um, We should have a way more than we do here, Hamilton. We've got a lot more space. That's, I think that was, that's what our people were asking for. They said we need to have better systems and stuff. They need to get onto it as soon as they can because once they lose momentum, they'll be like, I've got no money, but we'll build a new roundabout. Yeah. Actually, talking about that real quickly, we'll end the podcast with this. What is up with all the traffic? So much traffic. I, I, I know. I, I mean, I'm still only driving to Gilmore's and back. I like, dro- I'm not driving anywhere else. Well, interesting uh, takeaways last night. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> I'm all over the place. But like on the Saturday, you were at work. But when I went back through town, man, it's like Christmas every day. And I, it, I know people want to get out there and it looks like people are spending money, but it just seems like so over the top. I don't know. Yeah, I, um, I went out because I... Work Saturdays normally, and the other Saturday I had the workshop for TEDx speakers in the morning, so I did a half day. And I'm walking, driving to work and like crawling up to Rapa Strait, and I'm like, where's the accident? There's got to be an accident no. here somewhere. And no, it's just people going long, to long, the shopping mall. Long weekend was great. Uh, I think on the Monday, it was 30 kilometers an hour through Carapero from 2 o'clock until about 8 o'clock at night. That much traffic was coming back through. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, somebody told me from work, actually. They went down to Taupo, oh. and they came back, and they just Oh, it would have been terrible. All the way from Pataruru, they yeah. were in, in traffic. They oh, were yeah. lined up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Stop. Anyway, that brings us to the end. <laughs> have, an, have an amazing week. Whatever you're up to, make sure to share this with a friend. Come say hi and all that good stuff. And until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.